We, we should use that as our um, my restaurant review theme music that I'm adding to the podcast. It's always going to be the same restaurant. I'm just going to review Carlson's Cider Carlson Cider Bar. Carlson's. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. A proud yeah. sponsor of tonight's broadcast. We're broadcasting live from Carlson's Cider Barn on May 22nd. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Wednesday Night Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Joe. I'm Jill. I'm Andrew. And tonight on the podcast, we are <laughs> going to take a trip. We're going to go on an adventure. Uh, we are going to sail the seas of cheese with the band Primus. Ooh, we're going to need provisions. Yes, we are. Has anybody ever listened to Primus? I have. I have too. The Transformer? No, that's Optimus Prime. <laughs> oh, the stove then? <laughs> is there a stove called Primus? Oh, uh, yeah. You can buy <laughs> fuel for it. Oh, is it a camping stove? Yeah. It's... Oh, yeah. Well, I know a song on, on that record. Jerry was a race car driver. That's about the only one I can remember. Oh, wait, are we going to talk about the album? Do you play? I thought we never do that. Do you play the <laughs> video game ATV Off-Road Fury? That is, uh, Jerry is a race car driver, was a race car driver, is in that uh, video mm. game. And, mm, uh, no, I didn't know about that. I think Tony Hawk, the, uh, mm -hmm. the, skateboard, the skateboard dude. Extraordinaire. Uh, is a big uh, fan of Primus because he uses it in a lot of his stuff. Mm. But, uh, no, that's not what we came to. Uh, we, we, used, no. we used the album uh, be silly. Uh, as a wedge um, into a, a, a different topic. And tonight's different topic, uh, it, it's purely a, a way to spread ourselves into the... <laughs> The creamy goodness? Delicious Sale. creamy goodness of mm. that miraculous food substance called cheese. Oh, I have been waiting and dreaming of this moment. If there's one thing we like more than beer, it's cheese. It is. It is. Because sweet dreams are made of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to disagree? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, we are we are lovers of cheese. We had a uh, spinoff band called the Cheese Buttons. We each have a cheese name. Are our cheese names top secret, or can we bring those up? You can bring those up. Uh, you or you can just brie yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's as good as it gets. Uh, it took me a second. Thank you, and good night, Andrew. <laughs> uh, so, some cheese stories, um, because who doesn't love a good cheese story? We'll start with Andrew, who uh, is always uh, a cheesy guy. I am known in certain circles as Manchego, the Spaniard. <laughs> 
This is the circle. This is the circle just got wider. <laughs> well, for our two fans and subscribers, they know two. The 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 one viewer we have in Texas knows that Andrew is so cheesy going that. Um, <laughs> He probably has a very good, uh, how do you say that? I always want to say it's Manchango, but it's not. It's Manchego. Manchego. Yeah. Yep. I want to put an extra and, N in there for you. And I, I didn't realize that Manchego cheese has very much the same origins that Champagne does and the German purity law. Reinheitsgebrau. God bless you. <laughs> It's a very regulated product, and Spain takes it very seriously. They don't. They don't care about any other type no, of cheese. No, why should they? Right. The Swiss, you know, it's sheep's milk, rennet, and salt, and that's all it can have in it. All it can have, sure. Yeah, and the sheep have to be from certain registered farms. You can't just use any old sheep that walks in off the street. Right, not Sean the sheep from Wensleydale. No. No, that would not Stilton. that would not create a a proper Spanish cheese. It, it would not. And it gets better. They have to be pressed into these cylinders. You can't just have like spreadable manchego. It is against the law <laughs> in España. Yeah. Well they age it different lengths of times and they have different words. Fresco Semicurado, curado, and viejo. Viejo being the oh, oldest. Viejo. Exactly. Let me, let me put that into the Google Translator. <laughs> um, so that's uh, young cheese to 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 old semi, cheese. Yeah. At least it makes more sense than ordering a Starbucks. Did yeah. you drive a semi-curado <laughs> uh, with a slant I, in, six engine? In, in the movie Cars. In exactly. the movie Cars, yes. <laughs> Yes, that was me. <laughs> it's well, like it's it's one of those with the uh, the the raised suspension that goes up and down. Uh, it's a bouncy. it's a low rider. It, you're a low. <laughs> Andrew is a low rider. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I try to go as low as possible. <laughs> no. Uh, thank you. And he, I was hoping uh, someone would hum that. He, he yells, uh, "Ricotta, get going!" <laughs> so the the words for cheese vary. I just said some words in Spanish, but the French have a word called fromage. Yeah, and the Italians have formaggio, and it's almost as if they have a different word for everything. It's was pretty shocking to me. <laughs> it's as if the Tower of Babylon uh, fell and <laughs> Babylon. <laughs> And, Babel Babel. Too. Babel. And, and everybody just decided to speak a different language and couldn't it's, understand each other. It's almost exactly like that. I would. I yeah. Right. Exactly. Sometimes I have a I have trouble understanding myself. <laughs> mm. Well, I just wanted to add the little tidbit that I found. It is a cheese tidbit. You guys are making me hungry. I love cheese tidbits. <laughs> cheese tidbits are what I'm after. Do you recall before the pandemic that you could go into Ida Wild Farm and they would have oh, yeah. cheddar cheese oh, cut up into yeah. cubes? Little cheese so tidbits. Tiny. It was like maximum surface area. <laughs> Anytime you need a snack. I hope that comes back after the pandemic. Mm, yes. Little tiny bits of cheese. 
free. Now I just go to the uh, the cheese section and I just break off a piece oh. uh, <laughs> the size that I want. Yeah, from what? Uh, from you know, some, some a, a piece of cheese that's wrapped there. Um, <laughs> you just I, open it up and sure, yeah, yeah. I wrap it back up. I wrap it back up. Yeah, and mark uh, mark it down because uh, it's now a little bit lighter than it had been when they. That's right. It. I come in. <laughs> I bring my magic marker uh, and a knife. It's uh, the room temperature aspect of it that's the best. <laughs> I think I like a warm room to eat cheese in. As long as it's not too runny, then you know it can be too warm. Um, I eat cheese when I'm running too, or when I'm traveling. Gives me a little indigestion while I'm running. Well, uh, you know, I think it's kind of a Gruyere area. Um, <laughs> be- <laughs> Maybe maybe the cheese is just up to no Gouda, uh, and now that you have. You have put our minds at cheese. Uh, well, I'm going to oh. have to put a stop to this. Oh, stop us, please. My cheesy puns? Yes. Cheese deserves so much more than that. What do you have for what do you have on our charcuterie board of cheeses tonight, Jill? I had a few things I could mention. Okay, the shortest one is that my friend Julie R Shout out to Julia. Shout out to Julia. When they were kids, her brother Tony put a slice of cheese in their dictionary, like where (laughs) (laughs) where cheese would be, where the cheese entry was. Oh, and when you look up cheese in the dictionary, there it is. It's just like greasy square. Yeah. Back before they were individually wrapped. I like it. I mean, I'm not. There's like it's got milk in it. And then I asked uh, my son charlie if he had any ideas for me and he reminded me that one time we were in the town of pienza in italia they were rolling the cheese there's a there's like a tournament that they have the cheese is kind of a looks like the thing that you use in curling it's like a round a stone a stone stone it's a stone And um, they they roll it and it spirals and it has to get to a spindle and the closest one to the spindle. There's four regions that of the town that compete, and the name in Italian means like cheese to spindle. And we were just delighted. It was one of those things where we just walked into it. It was this very. You saw the actual competition. Yeah, this local thing that was happening, and we were like, "What is this?" It was. We should run. Find. We should run that on our podcast. We should mm-hmm. uh, host uh, at the our cheese to spin broadcast. Our, li- our next live broadcast. Uh, I, I want to be the next Bob Costa. The cheese yeah. to spindle competition. Uh, you'll have to find out what that is. We need to write some commission theme music for cheese to spindle. There are yeah. all kinds of competitions with rolling with cheese? cheese, rolling cheese. Yeah, there's um, uh, there's a town in England where they roll a wheel of cheese down a very steep hill and everybody tries to run down uh, and be the first to make it after the after the cheese wheel um and the, oh, interesting. they win they're like the, racing the cheese they win the cheese wheel the f- one who comes in closest to it oh. but but like they're doing somersaults down this is a 16 17% grade hill and they're breaking limbs and everything to to do this uh there was a there was a little documentary on it that's so great. So the cheese in Pienza <laughs> is pecorino. I don't know what it is. Oh, pecorino. Uh, what yes, you're talking yes. about, but 
I also was able to eat while I was there um, Pecorino Gelato. <laughs> she just you... walked in. She walked into the middle of the game and <laughs> saw the wheel. One. I was <laughs> able to me. grab this wheel of cheese. <laughs> no, it's a gelato. And the guy's going, oh, mamma mia. Praise uh, Jesus. Oh, I was going to win. The best thing I ever ate was the Pecorino Gelato. Oh, You'd be cheddar off without me. Oh my gosh! What am I gonna do with you? <laughs> Did you remember the number no. one? No. Well, I was thinking about the parade. Has everyone been to the cheese parade in Concord in December? I'm raising uh, my. I'm raising my Crucolo hand. Day. They bring the crucolo cheese from Italia. I say Italia as if I know what I'm talking about. It comes from Italy, and there's a parade. And in Concord. It, right. It's the shortest yeah, in parade Concord. in the in a in a in a very old town. Um, they go. They go from. It's like one block long, right? Yeah, it's, lot it's like one to the block. Cheese shop, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. And uh, and there's and music they, and dancing. Yeah, yeah. They Much merriment. The, they had the uh, members from the uh, town marching band, uh, but there were only like four members uh, who uh, are allowed to march. In that's and, all will um, fit. And they have the king and the queen. They have the king and the queen. It's it's adorable. It is uh, probably my, my favorite parade. And our children had like no patience for it. <laughs> Even one block long. And then they <laughs> hand out. And then they cut the cheese. Yeah. Uh, and, and they hand it out. And that wasn't even a pun. But the- <laughs> <laughs> they literally did that. They literally. Yeah, they, they do it every year. They couldn't do it th- this, you know, in twenty. 20- 20 maybe it'll be back in 2021 who else has a cheese story not a bad pun but a cheese story joe i've been digging here but uh i I remember what what was the restaurant in maynard that was right near uh where jiffy lubes is now i always like a restaurant that later becomes a jiffy Jiffy lube food's a little greasy yeah oily loved to get a gorgonzola chicken and tortellini dish that they had uh the board of health shut them down like a couple weeks after the last time we went sort of infestation or other (laughs) i thought uh, thought you were going to say a cheese problem shad my brother-in-law shad n puts shout out to shad n gorgonzola in his guacamole oh which was like the best thing i ever ate Ever for the first like you know couple of bites <laughs> pound that I ate and then all of a sudden it became like not okay but that was totally my fault I ate like a quart of guacamole in one sitting it was oh. no off button for that that was like olives and me when I was a little kid a little 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 boy and my father kept feeding me olives and he would say Sandra look at all the olives he can eat until. <laughs> The Olives Revisited. (laughs) Olives Revisited. That sounds like an album name. (laughs) Olives Revisited. We'll have to make that album and then do a podcast about it. When your beagle vomited the Brussels sprouts. (laughs) 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 That you had fed it. Yes. Yes. When I was very little. Are you talking about the black olives that are like not fancy? I think like, these were green pimento olives. Oh, okay. Because uh, when I was a kid, I used to take the shi- those shiny black olives oh, before we knew about. Yes. Yeah, yes. And you had finger oh, puppets. Yes, yes, we did that too. Ten black ball, like a tree frog. 
We were talking about going to museums earlier uh, before the podcast, uh, and uh, I did learn in a museum, uh, so I get to say, did you know, and that's a little shout out to uh, Hunter, did you know (gasps) that the early man and the woman, those people living in the fertile crescent of the Middle East, would have been lactose intolerant? What? Oh, Yes, I didn't know that, but milk, they were not milk drinkers. They mm-hmm. did, they, it would have they they would have been going on a long journey drinking milk with severe gastrointestinal distress. Yeah, who wants that? Especially right? when you're traveling. Cheese helps with that though. And so there you go. That so babies, early babies could drink milk. Mm-hmm. Um, you lose the ability though. So for the first thousands of years, toddlers and babies were the only ones um, drinking the milk. Um, right, because this is all all this milk consumption has been you know foisted upon us by big milk. Big milk. <laughs> yeah. Big cow. Big cow. It's not necessary. <laughs> Yeah, big well, blue, blue big ox. milk. So uh, you know, I think we're doing everybody a great service by talking about cheese incessantly. Yeah, and and then the first person ate it, and so it's like, you know, I think I'll eat this mm. thing uh, that we've talked about before. You know, yeah. like the first With person to eat a beet and and, <laughs> and, a beet. and 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 their wife said, "What Havarti you done?" and <laughs> Okay, that got the double eye roll. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> what have well, Arty you done? Yes, it was in Finland that this was done first. So uh, no, uh, that's what the that's what the wife said to the the shepherd. Is that where we're going to finish the podcast? Oh. And I remember the word I was looking for for oh. the Gorgonzola and Blue Funky. Funky, Funky which, which goes along with Primus. Primus, that's right. Primus, yes, yes. We've come full circle, full cheese circle, full wheel of cheese. And so it must be time for Book Corner. Book Corner! Play that funky music. We're going back uh-huh. in time uh, to my Argentinian roots, uh, James yeah, Harriet. So Chris mentioned this book. Yes, James Harriet, All Things Great and Small, which I used to listen. All creatures. Uh, I listened to him read on the Voice of America on the farm on the cheese farm in uh, in uh, Argentina. Right, and I read it as a girl in New Jersey, and um, it's so good. I love it, it so much. So All of them. It's a whole series. And uh, the, the cheese connection is that it is uh, set in Yorkshire, England, which is the home of one kind of cheese called Wensleydale that we have already talked about last week. And I discovered that only cheese, only Wensleydale cheese made in Wensleydale, I mean, made in Yorkshire can be called that similar to like, it's like champagne. Only or, made at the Wensleydale Creamery in is it Wensleydale. Just that specific one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, but that's an incredible non-compete a veterinarian to farm animals and dogs and cats full of heartwarming stories (laughs) children and adults alike will love James Harriet's great series that includes all creatures great and small and is is he wearing the oil cloth uh, coat on that he's not he's wearing scrubs which you know 
I'm sure he'd be wearing, he wears the oilcloth coat when he goes into the barn and like, as you can see, he's rolling up his sleeve because he's going to put his whole arm up the hoo-ha of a cow to get the calf out, right? The hoo-ha. The hoo-ha. I think he's, I think he should be wearing his, his waxy coat when he does mm. that. And I'm sure he does in the book. And, uh... Wensley Dale is my super secret cheese button cheese name. It is? Oh! Yes, yes. How yeah. perfect. In honor of Wallace and Gromit. So for listeners who may not know, <laughs> um, I'm not in the cheese buttons. I'm the lady singer in the Active Music Project, but I don't even I don't have a secret cheese name. And Joe, I don't think I knew that was your secret cheese name. Uh. So thank you for sharing. So uh, for those uh, for those uh, viewers interested, uh, if you go to cheesebuttons.wordpress.com, you can learn all about the cheese buttons, acoustic classic rock for discriminating taste. There are uh, some cheesy videos there. There's a cheesy song archive. And there is the tale of the brothers, the brother herders Beaufort, uh, Cameron Bear, Wensleydale, Manchego, and Stinky. They spend their <laughs> idle times exploring the harmonies of their idols. Soon to burst onto the quirky West Acton music scene, the brothers are holed up in an undisclosed basement practicing. <laughs> and uh, there is the tale of Manchego, the Spaniard. Uh, oh, the history. Uh, the story of Manchego is one of a lusty Spaniard button brother who. <laughs> that would definitely be me. Leaves a haunted past in the city of La Mancha to teach fourth grade in a provincial West Acton elementary school. But his intentions to provoke change in an outdated education system distract him from the students he really wants to inspire. <laughs> Ultimately moved by Manchego's music, the small town of Acton is still struck by tragedy, wounded in a sword fight defending the honor of his beloved Dulcinea, Manchego must finally put to rest the ghosts of his past and make peace with himself and his choices. So, uh, just a little, a little uh, sample, a little yes, taste, a little sliver uh, of uh, a of, tiny, tiny cube-shaped yeah, free tiny, sample. Tiny, tiny cube. Yeah. Um, this is this is great. Whoever wrote it was a genius. Um, <laughs> and he still is. And he's still <laughs> he's still he's making right up this here. stuff. <laughs> here Just he a is. Stream of consciousness. Um, he's been sleeping in my bed. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the Kim Kardashian of the podcast. <laughs> the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is she a mad punster? Why? You what makes you Kim Kardashian? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's time to say goodnight, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Paris Stilton. <laughs> oh, now it's definitely time. <laughs> 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 I'm now speechless. <laughs> good night, Soul Swister. Say good night, good night uh, genius Dick. Good night, Dick. <laughs> good night, Manchego. Good night, everybody. Wednesday. Day.
Tasty butt nuggets fresh on the <laughs> off the farm. They have a cloaca. That's where the chicken eggs come from. I don't know about that. It's a common cavity at the end of the digestive tract for the release of both excretory and genital products. Well, it's like a that's like a hoo-ha. Yeah, <laughs> similar to a hoo-ha. A colloquialism. Yeah, it's a call. Look at you with your puns. Because we were yes. talking about cloaca. a cloaca. Cloacalism. Yeah, it's always good when we have to explain our puns. <laughs>